Hi, this is Stephanie Ortega, and you're listening to the Remix Movement Podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to episode number five. Welcome, everybody, number five. Thank you for listening to our previous episodes, too. Yes, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. We love the feedback we keep getting from you guys. It it really helps, right? I mean, it does. It makes me feel so happy to know that, like, people are listening to what we're doing and they like like our dynamic, our relationship, and the way we talk and what we're talking about. Yeah, the material is like, really, I feel it's really good. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, guys, like keep sharing what we're doing and keep letting us know your feedback, your comments, if you have any topics that you want us to go ahead and talk about. I mean, anything like that definitely helps us. Absolutely. You know what else helps? Are the messages that we see uh, posted on like Instagram that help us like... Get through the week, the motivational word. Oh, do you like that? I see it. I do yes. see it. So not only am I putting the stories up with the verse of the day, which we continue to do. Yes, that's awesome. And it's been awesome. But um, I've just been putting verses up, you know, and um, I put verses, I put photos, you know, we put things that are happening in current events. Um, we, you know, we mentioned a few things here and there. I've been putting up videos too. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I, I put the video up of like Joyce Myers. She's amazing. I know. And these video clips are like super short, but they're so impactful. Very much. So that's going to keep going. And and thank you so much for pointing that out. Yeah. See? No, I I definitely see it. And when you can read it and or, or view it, uh, you can take a little time to reflect on it. You know? Yeah. And it's, it just really does help. And keep telling your friends and your family about us, please. Yes, yeah, share share our content. Um, like, let them know, hey, there's this podcast on YouTube that you can find, or there's this podcast on Spotify, you know? You definitely don't know, you know, how much this can help somebody. Exactly. Right? That's That's kind of the thing about this. Like, it can really help that one person that needs to hear something that will get them through. Yes. And I'm I'm super blessed to be a part of this ministry and just to keep doing this. Oh yeah, it's fun. I mean, it is connecting we with a few of the other people that when we were literally living in Broward, we would do all these community events. Like it's bringing them back in and I see them liking my stuff and I'm like, "Oh my god, look. Like we didn't lose connection or communication with them. That they still have a way or line of communication to be able to listen to us." Yeah, it's awesome. Right? It really is. So moving into um, last week's challenge. Okay. All right. Um, The last week's challenge we had for the podcast was to select one of the suggested podcasts or Instagram accounts or blogs that was recommended and listen to at least three episodes or follow them, support the ministry. So Lewis, which one did you hear of? Um, Well, I was listening to Gary's. Gary Hearns. So that's the Salt and Light podcast. Salt and Light podcast. That's right. He's, He's awesome. Um, he put out an episode with, uh, somebody that we also know. Jasmine. Jasmine. She uh-huh. was really insightful, just had a lot to talk about and it was great to listen. Uh, it was really cool. I really liked that. It was like a phone call. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, it's very authentic, which right? is, which is awesome. To and it hear. was, it was real. It was impactful. Like they talked about calling and it's, it's real conversation. I mean, yeah, nothing scripted. It was just them two talking to each other like you know definitely i checked that out too i checked that out too yeah it was good uh gary (laughs) if you're listening uh awesome job buddy 
And thank you, thank you, thank and you Jasmine, so much. And Jasmine, too. And Jasmine, too, yeah, yes. She, both of them just uh, really did a fantastic job on that recording. So. See, and because of what they did, now we're thinking in the future, maybe we might have some callers, right? Oh, yeah. I'd like to hear from Gary also and right? Jasmine. And yeah, I would definitely. love, like, in the future, like, if we expanded what we talked about and just did an interview and talked about a topic like Gary did. Yeah, that, that right? would be awesome. So we'll have callers or we'll have somebody come over to our podcast studio and just a bunch of different things that just got me thinking. Absolutely. That's, so thank you, Gary. Thank you, thank you both. <laughs> yes. All right. So for today, um, you guys are noticing that the title of this podcast episode is Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, that's like the main event coming up. That's the yearly event that like a lot of people look forward like, to. Like highly anticipated oh, yeah. events of the year. Like sporting event 101 everybody's thinking about. Well, for two reasons, I think. All right, tell me what it is. Okay, so one, you're either a football fan. Okay, that's true. Or two, you absolutely like the commercials. Yeah, or I love the halftime shows. Or the ha- oh, okay, so three. Okay, yeah. So for people that don't like to watch the football games, you probably skip that part or you DVR it so that you can see all the crazy commercials. Oh, yeah. You you can probably rewind like, and watch the funny ones, right? I know, right? And like my favorites are always like the Cheeto ones. Uh, to be honest, I don't recall them, but... No? no? Oh, the Cheeto ones? They always come up with these crazy ideas and they're funny and they have celebrities and they're paying thousands of dollars for like a 10 second or 30 second spot. Yeah, that's that's big business. Like Pepsi always has these amazing commercials. Yeah, yes, yes they do. Right? So Super Bowl Sunday, guys. Like it's not gonna be an episode of just the Super Bowl. I promise you. Okay. There's a reason why it's titled that. So stick with me. Do not you know go away and be like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> I no. It's just like. Um, I associate it with football, no, right? No, no, so 100%. That's the point. I'm thinking about the two teams, and I'm I'm not a huge fan. Well, what are the teams, Louis? I mean, okay, San Francisco. 49ers. 49ers. Okay. And Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. And you know what else? This is the first time they have Super Bowl 54 in Miami. I, you know, I not that I'm going to disagree with you. But but I, did they have one in Miami? I'm pretty sure they've had one. Okay, well, one. this is the first time they're in the newly renovated Hard Rock Stadium. Okay, yes. There the, you go. There it is. That's what it is. Like, we we live here in South Florida, so I've already seen the news of them getting everything ready with security, getting everything ready with equipment, oh, getting so everything it's a, ready. Yeah, it's a big event. It's uh, Like, it is. There's some hype about this, right? For sure. All right. So, guys, not only is this a highly anticipated event where everybody's talking about it, everybody's eager, money's being put in, but, like, there's, like, a structure to the program, right? So, like, there's the team that's playing, which is the main event. Then you have the beginning, the opener, which is the national anthem. For sure. You have the halftime show, which is right in the middle. And then you have the ending, which is when, like, they announce the winning team. Oh, well, yeah, they... I guess there's like a, a trophy award, right? Exactly. But what I'm saying is like, there's like always a structure. That's the way it is. Like oh, when you, yes, very when you think of the Super Bowl, you're like, I know there's going to be commercials. I know there's going to be a national anthem. I know there's going to be the game. There's going to be a halftime show. And then the trophy is going to be given. Yes. Right. And the best part is it's on a Sunday. So most of the time, hopefully you're not one of those people who are working on a Sunday. But um, if that, you. That will be me. 
Well, hopefully you're not working on a Sunday. <laughs> hopefully not, Because yet. if you're not working on a Sunday, you have the whole day to get your chicken wings ready, to get your dips ready, to get your chips ready. Oh, you know what? That's an, that's another thing. Is <laughs> the, the tailgating party. Exactly. Yeah, that's, like, that's a big like uh, People ordeal. invest so much time and energy in making all these like delicious foods just to watch a game that's like four hours long. True story. Um, somebody at my job went and purchased... A huge screen TV. In <laughs> Just prep- for this? In preparation. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, me too. Like, I'm about to go buy a no. huge... <laughs> No, that's not happening. Okay. okay. Maybe not Maybe not this year. Maybe another oh year. Oh, my goodness. But I've even heard people who get like a screen, like a projector screen, and put it in their garages, and they watch the game on their garages. Sure, yeah. And they have a legit tailgate party like at their house with the big screen showing the game. Yes, yes. Like that is like commitment. And, and <laughs> funny, funny story. Uh, well, okay, maybe not funny. Okay. But true story. Um, I read an article that in Miami, they will not allow any tailgating. At all? At all. Which is, I'm sure people- I don't understand why they would do that then. I'm I'm guessing to keep the property kind of clean because, you know, like the tailgating event is just, you know, a lot of barbecue, a lot of Mm -hmm. food, a lot of Mm -hmm. drinking, uh, which can- ultimately lead in a lot of trash yeah and maybe you know violence and sure so people get really emotionally involved with these like games right right so the i guess the city i don't want to say the city uh maybe just uh for for stadium reasons they're gonna not permit that this year which is kind of a bummer for a lot of people i mean mean, maybe they'll bend the rules here and there We, we still have a few more days until that happens but we'll see Right, I right. get I get it's a security thing. Oh, it could be. It right? could be. But um we should also be thinking, and this is what's gonna tie into everything, okay guys? The way we feel about the Super Bowl on Sundays should be the way we feel about going to church on Sundays. Do you agree? Yes, I do agree. Okay, that that's the main point that I wanna stress out in this episode. Okay, guys? Like highly anticipated day of the year going to church on sunday should be your highly anticipated day of the week of the week that's the best day of the week the best day of the week like that should be the day where you are pumped you are hyped you are motivated and you can't wait to get into the church that you go to to be able to receive a word from god yes all right like your super bowl sunday should be every single sunday Right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's a party at church. Like, your church is where you can meet God. Your church is where you're with your friends. Your church is where you are encouraged. Your church is where you can get in God's presence, right? Your church is where you can give and you can receive. And if you're serving, you can serve others. But, like, going to church on Sundays should be this highly anticipated event. And that's, like, the correlation of, like, what the Super Bowl is. Yes. You know? It has, like, the same kind of, I guess, structure, if you think about it, right? So, like, you... Oh, it's it's well organized. It is. Like, come on, guys. At your churches, you start with praise and worship. Yeah. Okay? Which is important. It is important. Praise and worship is the music, the songs, like, the time that you take at the beginning of the service to be able to say, hey, God... Let me sing a song of what you've done for me. Let me sing a song of what you're going to do for me. Let me sing a song just telling you, like, God, you're faithful. You're amazing. You're great. It's, it's the biggest connection it's, to to get it. Like, correct. This is the opener oh, of, yeah. of the whole 
event. And the event, just like in the Super Bowl, the game is the main event. The actual main event is the teaching or the preaching of the word of God. Yes, it is. Like being able to receive whatever topic or theme that your pastor is preaching about. So like right now at our church, they're going to start a Valentine's or a marriage kind of series, right? And I'm excited for it. No, yes. Listen, it's, a, it's two weeks of talking about marriage and then two weeks of talking about singleness. And I feel like everybody's talking about love in Valentine's Day. And we kind of like do the same thing at church. Like we put themes in and then God speaks through whatever the theme is. Right. But I mean, just to, I don't know, not clarify, but like that's, that's it's just every an example. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. It should be every weekend. That was just an example. Okay. But like every <laughs> it's week. It's not just this yeah. month, but that's but every. Every weekend, like the pastors you have are preparing the word that God has for them. And that, that word has your name on it. Right. Yes, yes. Like you need to come with a, with a heart that is expecting a miracle or like a mind that is prepared to receive the anointing of God. Like that's the main event. Right. And then you have the halftime show, which is basically your time of giving. Right. So if you're a member of the church, you would give your tithes, which is 10% of what you make every paycheck. Right. Yeah. And then if you're a visitor for a church, maybe you don't have a church yet, or maybe you're just trying to find out which church is the one that I want to go to, then your time of giving is, you know, if God gave you a word and you want to be able to give back to his kingdom, then you give an offering, something that comes out of your heart that you want to sow a seed, right? And then the ending, which is, you know, like in the Super Bowl, they give a trophy and then that's it. That's the end of the game or unless you like watch the post show. (laughs) Right. But the ending would be the prayer of salvation for people that don't, you know, don't have Christ as their Lord and Savior yet. And then the close, right? To be able to say, you know, God, thank you for the service you gave us. Thank you for what we received. And let's continue the rest of the week in this spirit. Yeah. You know, because I think sometimes we think like, okay, Sunday is the only day that, you know, I have to go ahead and, oh, I have to make it a priority. Like some people don't even like that it's on a Sunday. Yeah. That I've, I've heard that. Like, I don't understand that because if God gives you seven days a week, right? Five of those days, maybe six of those days you work, like you need to take one day to go to his presence and like spend the day thinking about him, being thankful for him and just enjoying his presence with other people that believe in the same thing that you do. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, I mean, it's it's better to be in connection in his presence like every day, Right. Oh, yes. I mean, every day you're supposed to read the Bible and you're supposed to pray. But like every day is not a Sunday service. No. (laughs) Sunday is when like you can get that. Exactly. Like pastoral teaching or preaching. Exactly. Like Sunday is your day of gathering. You know, like that's what it is. The same way with the Super Bowl, you gather with your friends, your family, your, you know, co-workers, and you intentionally say, bro, I'm going to go watch the game or I'm going to go see the commercials. You want to come over? Like you are anticipating a really, really good show. Like this is the same way that I believe you should feel on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Excitement. Exactly. I mean, guys, let me tell you this. Like. The Bible says that keeping the Sabbath holy is one of the Ten Commandments, right? It is. So Exodus 28, I mean, no, let me refer that. 
Exodus chapter 20, verse 8, (laughs) it says that, you know, you should remember to observe the Sabbath day. You know, that means that's God saying, hey, take one day to be able to spend time with me. Right. Absolutely. You know, so you're you're obeying him by going to church. Right. But then you take it like one step further. And like when you gather with other people, like literally the presence of God moves in such a special way. You know, like people receive like gifts of like speaking in tongues. People receive gifts of healing, right? Yes. And the Bible says it in Matthew chapter 18, verse 20. It says, for when two or three are gathered together as my followers, I am among them. Okay. So, you know, like that's, you know, this is basically what I wanted to transcend, you know, just words of encouragement. And I do want to mention one more thing, guys, like, what do you tell them if they don't have a church? To to find one. Okay. We say to find one, right? But I want to break it down a little bit so that like they can understand. Because you can't just walk up to a place and be like, oh, this is my church. No. <laughs> no. And, and you know what? That's funny because uh, that is the mindset of a lot of people, right? Like, No. I think so. Okay. So hear this. You have a desire, right? To go to church. And you have to go and find one. The problem is, is that somebody's always looking for that perfect church. And there is none. And there is none. There's Listen, the only perfect church is when you end up going to heaven and you spend every day of your glorious life after death just in the presence of God. That right. is the perfect church. Yes. Okay? But here on earth, there is no perfect church. No. And you know what? That's okay because God loves the imperfect, the imperfection. Absolutely. That's what God uses to be able to straighten us out, narrow our path, and make us better. Right. Right? But let me tell you guys, one of the best things or one of the first things that I hope and pray that you guys do when finding a church, find a church that speaks the language you understand. <laughs> I mean, some people go to church because their parents take them and maybe the your parents go to a Spanish church, but you understand English more. Yeah, yeah, that you happens. Know? Or like maybe, maybe you were born... Um, you know, in, in an English church, you know, and you prefer to speak English, even though you understand Spanish, right? Like find a church that you can understand that there's like no, um, like roadblocks or setbacks or something that's making you struggle with understanding the words that are coming out of the pastor's mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Another thing that I want to say is find a church that is in an area where you have absolutely no problem getting there, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you have to go to the church right across your house, okay? I'm not saying you have to go to the church that's like maybe two blocks away, but find a church that is in either your zip code or your city or the area that you can drive your car to that you're not going to dread going because of the distance, right? okay? Like, for us, like, we love our church so much, you know, that we we don't mind taking, you know, the one-hour trip, you know? And we choose to do that because, like I said, we used to live in, you know, Broward County, and we used to go to this church, and this church that we go to, we, we love the pastors, we love what's preaching, we feel God's presence, and you know what? We have, like, no issues with driving. No, no, right? we don't. But like, if you feel like, oh, I want to go to a church that might be like two or three hours away from your house, that might be a little bit harder to do. You know what I mean? Like, you might wake up one day and just be like, oh, I don't want to drive in the traffic. 
or like, oh, I don't want to deal with this and that. Like, try to find a church, guys, that you can you can travel to, and it's just easy and it's fine. Yeah, you know I what agree. I mean. And then the last thing I want to mention is, you know, find a church where where you just feel like there's no um, not pressure, but like where you feel comfortable. Yeah, that's very important. You know what I mean? Like, there's some churches where, you know, like, if you go to a Pentecostal church, you know, they, they, the women wear, like, skirts and dresses, and that's okay if you want to go there. But if you're one of those people who just likes to wear jeans and T-shirts or shorts, you know, like, kind of understand the culture of the church. You know, like, sometimes, sometimes people don't understand there is a culture to the church, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Like, I don't like when people say, oh, well, if you're church hopping, then God's not really speaking to you. Because I don't think that's true at all. Do you? Uh, I don't think so either. It, I mean, it takes time for you to find a church where you feel comfortable. And it takes time for, for you to be able to, like, settle in and be like, okay, this is the church where I want to serve. Right. right? Yeah. But, guys, you're not fighting the clock. You know, nobody's putting pressure on you. And as long as your goal is on Sunday, I want to go to church to receive the word of God, then you're taking the first step, you know? A huge step. You're, you're taking a huge step, but that's the first step to being committed to finding a church where, like I said, that you can be able to receive and you can be excited to go. And then at the end of the day, maybe you might want to join a Bible study or, you know, maybe you might want to serve on the missionaries team or get involved. But like the whole point is you have to want to be excited to go to church. You know, like that's the whole point that I'm trying to stress out. Did you want to add anything else like that you think would be really good tips for like finding a church? Um. Yeah, sure. So I, not that you have to do this, but I, I think it's always uh, helpful when you know somebody. Yes. Uh, and and if you don't, make a connection with somebody because nobody's there to reject you. They're there to receive you, right? Exactly. And and hopefully it's with, you know, open arms and, uh, you know, a smile, a hi, you know. Um, that's what most churches do, right? They want they want to take you in. Exactly. And they're there to love on you. Absolutely. And they're there to teach you. Right. You know, and like that's another thing that I wanted to mention, right? The church is full of a bunch of people working together for the kingdom. That's all they do. They're just working together, whether it's a coffee bar or if it's like where they sell books or if it's like a little lounge area, like if you're a first timer, like everybody at a church is there to help you grow in your spiritual life, right? Yes, yes they we're, are. And, and we're all in this together. They should make you feel like you're family. Yeah, and, okay? and that's a great feeling. They should, you know? Like, that's what a church is. A church is, again, it's not the physical building, but the people that you surround yourself that are there to encourage you, to throw in a seed of life into your uh, life, to like steer you, to, to give you advice, to love on you, to cry with you when you're going through your moments, you have grief or despair or whatever, but they're there to, to be your family. That's how church should be. So the challenge that I have for this week is going to be super simple. Okay. The only thing that I'm asking you guys to do is go to church on Sundays. That sounds pretty simple. All right. Now, listen, I know the Super Bowl is coming up and I know it's in the afternoon, guys. So 
Go ahead and don't make that an excuse not to go to your Sunday church, okay? Which is another thing I forgot to mention. Find a church where you can feel comfortable going either morning, afternoon, or night. I know some churches mostly do them in the morning, but if you're the kind of person that don't want to wake up early or you rather go to an afternoon or an evening, then that's fine. You're yeah. still keeping the Sabbath as long as you go to church. That's right. All right. So just find a church to go to on Sundays. Try to make it a priority because you know what? If it's if something is important, then you're going to want to go ahead and pursue it. Absolutely. And you know what? I think trying to get to God's house to be able to be in his presence should be very, very important. Yes. So... That's the only challenge I have. Just go to church on Sunday. If you've never been to a church before, try it. If somebody's invited you, go for it. If you saw something on Instagram or Facebook that is telling people about a certain church, take a shot and go ahead and do it. And you know what? If you're faithful to God, God is going to be faithful to you. He always is. I agree. So once you try a church out and you feel comfortable, and you like it, I believe that God is going to keep you there. He's going to let you serve there, and you're going to be able to live life in like a great way. Like Literally, every Sunday is going to feel like Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. All right. So thank you guys so much, and uh, we hope to talk to you again next episode. Oh, yeah. All right. God bless. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Remix Movement for more updates. Send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.